0: Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds.
1: Hey everyone, hope you're having a great day today. My name is Dwight Garrison and I'm the Production Technologies Coordinator here at Bethel Church. I am super excited to be spending a part of your day together while we continue to explore Paul's letter to the churches. As you could probably tell throughout this book, you can see that Paul was hurt for the struggling church of Corinth and was seeking for the ways to preserve the unity for the believers. The church had taken his advice, thankfully, but at the same time, Paul needed to counter the criticisms about the personality and the legitimacy of him and his apostles. As you read chapter 6 with my wife, Bailey, yesterday, we learned that Paul shared the message of God's grace for sinners along with commanding the Corinthians to not receive it in vain, nor to be harnessed to the unbelievers. This then leads us into chapter 7. Paul expresses his joy for them and comforts the body of believers. He urges them to make space in their hearts for him and his fellow disciples. So let's check it out by starting in verse 2. Make room in your hearts for us. We have wronged no one, we have corrupted no one, and we have not taken advantage of no one. I do not say this to condemn you, for I have said before that you are in our hearts to die together and to live together. I am acting with great boldness towards you. I have great pride in you, and I am filled with comfort. In all our affliction, I am overflowing with joy. This was Paul's declaration to the Macedonians that he had complete and full confidence of them. Remember, this was a vulnerable time in Paul's life. He and his apostles were tired and super exhausted of traveling. And some of the believers even took Paul's meekness as a sign of weakness or authority but Paul reassures them later that God was the ultimate comforter and that he rejoiced, even though it caused grief among the believers. Man, I look at Paul here and then see our leadership in churches today. The church has never been so divided in recent times. How is it that the church next door to us worship the same God corporately on Sundays, but then be so divided about whether we should wear masks or not? Lately, it's become a label, and now it determines whether you go to that church or not. But I'm thankful for our staff and elders here at Bethel. They continue to persevere at the front lines of all the angry text, emails, phone calls that they get on a weekly basis, but they still share the truth and continue to rejoice God. Our staff and elders are in the word and on our knees, praying for you and our brothers and sisters in Christ daily. We love people. We love God. It's that simple. But we are not perfect. and We are sinners and we make mistakes. But the message from Paul is clear. Living in unity requires us to humbly forgive one another and to follow our leaders. I have been blessed, and I'm sure you have too, to be walking in unity with our pastors weekly as they've been preaching about in Ephesians. And I think we need this more than ever. Let's pray. Jesus, you are our Prince of Peace. And you prayed for unity in the body of Christ, that we may be unified in love, just as you are united with the Father in love. Please give your children the desire to love one another as you have loved us, and let the world know that we are your disciples by our love for one another. Give us a hunger to live in union with each other, and may we be united as one. In the bond of peace and fellowship in the Spirit. We ask these things in your name. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to bethel.ch,